Welcome back to another episode of Green Squad Chats. I am one of your co-hosts, James Lascara, and today we're going to talk about the principle of simple is not always easy. So whether you're striving for business growth or a weight loss goal, more time with your family, a lot of these principles are extremely simple, but they're not always easy to execute. So we'll start off with that. I think a good overarching or kind of overview of where this idea came from was again, from our normal weekly calls together, we are in the middle of our goal setting, vision setting, whatever you like to, whatever term you like to use, but just kind of reflecting on 23 and and projecting where we want to be in 24 and beyond. And a lot of the stuff we talk about, it's like, Hey, I, I want to, improve my relationship. I want to lose a little bit of weight. A lot of those things, there are steps that you know that you could take. And if you follow those steps to a T, you will lose weight or you will achieve whatever that thing is you're trying to achieve. Yet, why is it that we come back year after year and we kind of have the same goals because we knew what to do. We just didn't do it. And I think that as the overarching principle is, yeah, it seems simple. The data is there. The facts are there. It seems like if I just understand those those steps to take, then it, that's all I have to do. But yet in execution, it's not easy because our minds get in the way, our environments get in the way, and uh, you know our beliefs get in the way, our assumptions about how things work in the world get in the way. All these things get in the way of it. So that's kind of the overview. I'll throw it over to somebody else if if you want to add something. I mean, I'll jump in. I think, you know, you you hit on some, some examples, Brandon. I think one of the ways that I uh, struggle with this concept or, or have awareness around this concept of simple is not always easy is, is the way I communicate with different people in my life. And the, the example that is top of mind is the way that my wife and I work through different problems or, or challenges and what may be simple and easy to me may only be simple to her and not easy. And when I ignore that difference or that nuance, then we wind up with a conflict or challenge. And so I struggle to remember that, all right, this, this is simple, but then the implementation, while easy for me, may be not easy for someone else. And that's not a knock on anybody. That's just acknowledging the differences in the way you know our brains work or the way that we approach a problem. And so in the very recent past, found myself thinking through that and, and uh, trying to reset myself in terms of what is easy and, and, and why is that easy for me and, and not for someone else. And that's not a strength or a weakness. It's just a difference. So uh, that's definitely something I'm going to work on in 2024. By the way, I think it's worth noting that today is January 6th. So we go through an editing process with these videos. And so, you know, be some time, maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months before this debuts, but at the beginning of the year, for uh, 2024. And so it's, that's kind of on all of our collective minds. Something I would mention is for me, I really need to be better at detaching. I'm going to go deep here for a second, but um, when I, when I have a simple process, let's, let's take the eviction recently, for example, looking back, it's over now. Um, looking back, if I could just have given myself some advice, I would have said, Hey, this can be both simple and easy. All you have to do is follow the guidance of the person you, of the business you consulted with to see the eviction through. And if you follow their advice, it's going to work out fine. And it did. And somebody else gave me that advice before it started. 
but I start going down these weird pathways of trying at the end of the day, I'm trying to control things that are not within my control to, to determine where I can implement uh, a greater degree of influencing the situation. And it's expending a ton of my energy and time without any tangible benefit. And so uh, that's one way I get in my own way for sure. And I turn things that don't need to be complex into pretty complex situations because my brain is so wired for risk mitigating. It's like, well, what if she doesn't pay? And what if she go, we go to court? And what if we, what if she stays in the property and we have to do a sheriff? Hey, check it out. It's all going to be fine. It may take a month longer than you thought it would. It may take, you may be more money than you thought it would. All going to be fine. And so I would offer that for the group. I sometimes can get in my own way because of my knack for wanting to risk mitigate and influence these control factors, which sometimes does not need to happen. Let's go meta for a second, James. So that whole idea of you gave a very specific example, and it's very simple to not get in your own way and to not try to control things you can't control, but it's not easy. Correct. But it could be easy. It could be easy. We have three ground up projects in Tampa right now. Build a house. It's one sentence. Three, three words, one sentence. Real simple. There's so many processes. How do you find the land? How do you find capital partners if you're doing that? How do you source the debt? How do you underwrite the build costs to make sure that it's going to be profitable in the end? What are comps in the area? What's the area doing in terms of overall development growth? That's a good example where I don't think it will be easy. But the way you can get around that is by building redundancy into your processes with practice, getting in the right rooms of other people who are doing similar or the same types of activities and investing and learning as much as you can. So that's an example I think won't be easy. Uh, but there are things I, I think for me, I'll speak for myself here for a second. Like I make things that can be easy, not as easy as they could be. One of the, uh, it's reminded me of one of my mantras for this year. You know, I jotted down like seven or eight of them. They're on a note card behind me. Can't see it, uh, but it's back there. But one of them is if it hasn't happened yet, don't sweat it. And that doesn't mean don't plan for things. That doesn't mean like look out and, and, Hey, I got this coming up. I need to make a plan to make sure I'm successful. It has to do with kind of worrying about something that hasn't happened and getting a little bit of I don't know, anxiety for lack of a better word, fear about it, whatever it may be, but it hasn't even happened yet. And you're just making this in your mind, you're kind of making it out to be something that it might or might not be. If you do that and then it never comes to fruition, then you just wasted your time and your stress and your emotional health worrying about something that never happened. If it does happen, then you deal with it. And now you deal with it once. And now what do you control is your decisions, your actions, your responses. So your story just reminded me of that. I don't, it's not exactly the same thing, James, but it just reminded me of that. So I would say also the quality that makes us all really high achieving investors is also one of the, the qualities where we tend to overthink a risk analysis. So uh, I, I was on the phone and we're all in the military. And I think that's why, because we're all practicing this operational risk management approach or what, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the likelihood that it occurs? I was on the phone with one of my former colleagues yesterday. He's out now and he wants to invest in a, uh, in a syndication deal that I'm also investing in. And he was like, what's the most deadly COA? We lose everything and they declare bankruptcy. And I was like, I haven't heard it defined that way, but like, that, yeah, that's correct. Um, but I think 
to, to bring to the point of like simple and easy, we instantly, because of our training and our military exposure, we instantly go to that. What's the most likely COA? What's the most deadly COA? And let me, let me find all the different ways that that could occur. And let me back up to prevent those things from happening, which can be exhausting and sometimes more than necessary, like, like unnecessarily detailed is what I mean when I say that. Do you guys agree with that? Or what, do you have an, a different viewpoint, especially, especially Marty, like coming from the air force background, you know, the rest of us are all Navy Marines. So I'm not sure. I mean, we don't, we don't deal that way, you know, the deadly COA and all that sort of stuff. So, um, but I think that's, um, that's just us, right? We just, we're taught to look for the, everything that we can do to mitigate it. And we sometimes make a uh, simple and easy task a little more difficult than it should be, i.e. your eviction. I think that we, you talked about detachment, James. I think when I hear that, when I heard you say that, I hear delegation. And I think that we need to trust other people to handle the simple and easy things with, that is simple and easy for them in their realm and then have the confidence that they can achieve the simple and easy where it's not simple and easy for us. Um, something that I say to the team that I'm, that I'm with is that we automate, delegate, and eliminate anything we can in our processes and then them having the confidence they can fill forward regardless of the complexity or the simplicity of the task because the you know, the, the more you do a task, the easier and simpler it becomes to the point that you can either do one of those three things, automate, delegate, or eliminate that task or the, the outcome of that. I've got a comment on that. And, and, you know, to keep it on simple and easy, delegation is very simple. Delegation is often very hard or not easy for a lot of people anyway. And I think a lot of us who are used to a certain either quality of work product or certain specific outcome or a certain specific method. And so while it is simple to say, I'm going to delegate task X process Y, actually doing it, putting that delegation into play and then being okay with how that flows or how the, how it works out is, is sometimes not easy. And I think every one of us has struggled with that at some point in the recent past. And then, you know, James, to quickly circle back to your comment about, you know, most, most deadly COA, most likely COA, I do think there is value in that. I do think that that is a, I think it's both a simple and an easy approach. And I do think there's value in using that in business and investments because it cuts through a lot of other BS or distractions to maybe get at the point very, very quickly. And I say that thinking about, uh, you know, one month ago. So November, December, 2023, as I'm considering a, a business acquisition, I had a, a friend uh, outside of Green Squad, but but a business-minded friend say, what is the absolute worst thing that can happen? Tell me right now, 10 seconds. And I answered the question and he said, well, that wouldn't be so bad, would it? So what are you waiting for? <laughs> right? And that was just this, you know, grab me by the shoulders and and, and remind me of, uh, of, it was like an MD COA type situation. So most deadly COA. It's really easy on the journey of entrepreneurship. Uh, it can feel very solo or alone at times. And it's really easy to create this weird fantasy in your head of like, well, if this happens and and this isn't successful and I've told people about it and they view me as a failure, I lose credibility. And does that affect this? It's like, whoa, you just went down this whole, this whole weird path. That's like, none of it was factual. Just created a narrative in your head that never existed. So you got to change up that story. I would uh, probably guess that all of us have at some point probably faced that. The other thing I think where we, 
where, where it's not easy is simply discipline. So like if you have a goal of running five miles every day, it's not always easy, right? Like it's going to take you the time when you don't want to do it and you still have to do it to accomplish your goal. And a lot of people struggle with that. I, I, I've been on a couple other podcasts recently and I'm a big fan of discipline. I think discipline is absolutely part of my identity. And to me, discipline is the ultimate form of self-love because you're going to commit to something and keep your promise to yourself. Would you be in a relationship with another person, friend, romantic, family, whatever, if they never kept their promises to you? That's not a very loving situation. So with discipline, you can keep you the opportunity to keep your promise to yourself. Yeah. I'm with you, James. And I'll add to the comment you made about narrative running through your head. Don't we all? And I can, I could safely say every person has narratives running through their head. They're telling themselves a story about how things work. They have assumptions about the way the world works. It's based on their experiences. It's based on what they've seen. It's based on what they've read. It's based on, you know, all of that. And so that's why for me, like something very powerful to help with some of this stuff is like doing that self-discovery, doing the work to kind of figure out what do you believe? What are those assumptions? What is of core importance to me? You know, and in my case, it, it helps. It helped to work with a coach, having a third party to kind of point some of that stuff out because we have so much running through our heads that sometimes we don't know what it is that's causing that behavior or causing us to not do the simple things causing it to not be easy for us. And it's because of the narratives that we have running through our heads, I think. Yeah, it also could be your subconscious that was programmed from a childhood age of the way you were raised and your your upbringing around money and resources and even love. Like that stuff could be super deep-rooted. But like you said, it's up to you to discover it. How many people actually want to turn over those rocks though, right? Like there's a lot of emotional and emotional intelligence and that false evidence appearing real fear of because the overturning those rocks, right? That simple, easy thing of like, well, do I believe this and how far that can go can take you to the fringe of some places that are pretty scary for a lot of people. Uh, so I'll, you know, if, I, if I'm oversharing, we'll get that, we'll get this cut out. But I, you know, as we talk through all this, I can't help but say, Yes. So I want to drink less alcohol in 2024 than I did in 2023. That is a goal. It is simple, but it is not easy to execute. And if, to Travis's last point about turning over rocks, if I really want to think deeply about this, why am I doing that? Well, I, then I have to admit to myself that I was drinking too much. Why was I drinking too much? And we quickly have to have a very, I have to have a hard discussion with myself. And while it may be simple in theory, it is far from easy. Sorry, that's all I can think about the last 90 seconds as you guys have talked. So I figured I'd put it out there. Yeah, the same, you know, same thing with, with running. You know what I mean? It sounds easy. Yeah, I'm going to wake up in the morning and run. Well, then why, 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 why don't I do that every day? Well, because it's hard. Well, why is it hard? Because I'm fat. Well, why am I fat? You know, and you just keep going down. You're just, you're going to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uncomfortable. And just naturally, we don't like discomfort. But I think that for some of us on this call, probably all of us on the call, but in a lot of our listeners, maybe you've discovered that embracing some of the uncomfortable stuff, that's where some pretty big breakthroughs in your life, some growth, reaching some goals has probably come from doing something that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. 
it's like lifting weights, right? You, you tear down the muscles, you tear them down so that they can come back and grow stronger. Like you have to go through some discomfort and, and tear down in order to grow, but it's hard to do that. It's very difficult to do that. That's great. Is that why um, I need to get a uh, cold plunge in my backyard? A nice bath? Yeah. I'm going to get on Amazon right after this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, you do. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Great discussion today. You know, I think it's appropriate to most, a lot of people are probably thinking through their goals for 24. Some maybe have already done it. Some are like, eh, I really need to do that here in January uh, of 24. You're going to have a lot of things on your list that are seem like they're simple. You got an outline, you just got to follow it, but you're going to find that it might, it might not be that easy. Uh, so hopefully some of the stuff we talked about today um, gives you some insight into why that might not be easy and gives you some things to think about, you know, like embracing some discomfort, maybe having a tough discussion with yourself uh, to try to understand like why, what is it you believe that is actually holding you back from achieving what you want to achieve from executing that simple plan. So uh, happy new year. And thanks for listening. If there's anything we can do to make this better for you, more valuable for you, please leave us a comment, reach out to us. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your, your reviews and comments. So happy new year and we'll see you next time. 